Curious as to what we've spent on Christmas over the last five years? Well, stay tuned because we're going to unwrap the details ahead. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. The last few weeks on social media, I have been seeing a variety of folks sharing the actual numbers behind what they're spending on Mm -hmm. Christmas. And I thought this was a very interesting exercise uh, because most times people feel a little bit vulnerable sharing (laughs) the exact numbers behind X, Y, or Z. I don't see anybody in June going through their budget on what they spent that month on this or that, or like, here's my 4th of July budget, check it out. Right. There could be a variety of reasons as to why different people are sharing their exact Mm -hmm. numbers around Christmas spending. And I don't need to get into the speculation as to what that (laughs) is. I know personally, though, that We asked our community, do you guys want to know what we spend on Christmas and what we have spent over the last five years? And the answer was absolutely yes. Mm -hmm. And we broke this down in a live for our community last week. And I thought, you know, this is a topic I think that's relevant to beyond even our academy. And I think that there's a great deal to be learned in Jonathan and I being a little bit more transparent about this area of our budget. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and just say, we're going to share the exact numbers that we've spent on Christmas over the last five years. (laughs) You are going to probably be shocked. Yes. So if you're driving right now, (laughs) 10 and and 2 or 9 and 12, just keep them steady. I don't know if it's going to be that level of shock. (laughs) But a little bit of context here, okay? Before we dive into the deets. Sure. Uh, We became debt-free back in August of 2012 Mm -hmm. and took kind of that same zeal and passion and energy that we put into blitzing our way out of debt in only seven and a half months. We took that same zeal and energy and put it towards home buying and investing for our future and saving for emergencies. And, 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 right? We took that same passion and zeal and began applying it to all these other aspects of our personal finance journey. Mm -hmm. So because of that, a lot of folks have made assumptions about us over the years. Mm. Namely being, oh, when you're debt free, you can do anything that you want. And so I bet you guys have like a $2,000 Christmas budget or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. They like to make the assumptions. But when push comes to shove, when you're making smart and strategic, intentional financial decisions for your family, there's a lot of competing um, priorities that come up. And I I would go to say that once you become debt-free, that's kind of, we view it as the starting line. It is not the finish line. Not at all. And you'd be surprised at how many things you need to prioritize (laughs) to really ensure financial freedom for the long haul well after paying off debt. Amanda, you're now you're making me think that you've only ever spent a dollar 50 on Christmas. <laughs> no, not true at all. <laughs> uh, but we are going to break down these details and then we're going to get into kind of some 
some takeaway points for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So should I just dive into the deets, John, or do you have something else to say? Let's unwrap the first present. Okay. Um, Back in 2016, Uh, you want to give a little context around this one? uh, You're better, way better at context. (laughs) We welcomed a daughter. That's right. (laughs) So what's her name? Old what's her name? Our 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 second child. Um, <laughs> we had a surprise adoption kind of come up mm-hmm. earlier that fall. Um, we thought maybe she'd be coming on the scene early December. It turned out to be mid December, but she ended up in the NICU for a month. Long story short, we did not get all of our Christmas shopping done. It was a mad dash flurry. Of me on Amazon three days before Christmas, mm-hmm. just buying anything for anybody on our list that would actually get to them before Christmas. Yep. So this meant, Jonathan, the only thing on your wish list that I could order <laughs> for you. On my wish list. <laughs> I know. Why was this on your wish list? I think I got enough hints throughout the year that I needed to add it. It was a nose hair trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> That is the only gift you opened on that Christmas morning that we were in the NICU. Um, But so it was it's kind of not the most it's not the best snapshot. I think our budget would have been higher. Mm -hmm. But that year it was five hundred dollars was our all in Christmas Mm -hmm. budget for everybody. And that's that's when we talk about a Christmas budget. What do we include in that? It's not just the presents. You might think of that off the bat, but that's anything Christmas themed, right? If it Mm. would get tagged with Christmas, that's what it is. So that's Christmas outfits. If we get those, it's hot chocolates, uh, supplies for when we go make hot chocolate and go look at lights. That's going to be ice skating. That's going to be any Christmas activity or decor or decor or gift or gift or wrapping paper. And not just for our immediate family. No, no, no. That's is everything we're doing. White elephant stuff at work. Um, this is this is everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is everything. So it's like our all in Christmas budget for the spending that we plan to do around the holidays. Yes. Okay. So five hundred bucks in twenty sixteen. Great. Mm-hmm. It was a flurry of activity. The next year. The next things year. really. Changed. It was a crazy year. Will you talk about that context? Well, let's see. When was that? Was it October? Yep. Was that when it was? October so of 2017. October 2017. Um, my boss walks in. You may have heard the podcast episode about this one. Um, but he walks in. The project I'm working on, canceled uh, by the board. And now... My job is no longer needed because my job was working on that project. Yep. <laughs> so um, I was done working there that Friday afternoon. Uh, we'd been thinking about this money thing, kind of getting off the ground, playing around with it here or there when we had time. And now we thought, I guess now's the time. Let's do this money class. Let's help people online. Mm-hmm. And let's do it. And then while Wallet Wallet was, was born. born about a month later. Because uh, we needed to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Walletwin came on the scene in November of 2017. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of context here. We had four to six months in savings for emergencies. Yes. Okay. So we mm-hmm. knew we had some runway. 
We had just opened the doors to Wallet Win for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. But when you're a new business owner and you're all you in, no idea what's going on. You don't know if you're ever going to have another payday. <laughs> and it's that way for a good while. Yes. Until you are confident enough to say, this has been happening enough to not call it a fluke. It's now fact and it's a prediction I can make mm-hmm. that can take years. Yeah. And we were nowhere near that spot because we were not even a month old when we had to start thinking about the December budget. Exactly. So we're weighing all of this with, well, we need to, we need, trying to figure out running a business and, and all these things and mm-hmm. different promotions and when we're going to sell it and all this stuff with how are we going to spend the money? In exactly. our family. So that year for Christmas, the grand total was $100. One Benji. <laughs> and I laugh at and that. And that's our family. So it was our family of now four. That was a family of four, which when you have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. Uh, uh, a, mu- a month, a one-month-old. No, no, no. Oh, no. no. She was a year She was a, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, a year. <laughs> Hello. Still. <laughs> McFly. <laughs> We, I looked back at the budget. We spent $8 (laughs) on each other. And I don't, I I didn't look at the numbers for the kids, but we spent most of that $100 on not our family. Absolutely. It was on our siblings. It was on our parents. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it was a, it was a trim year. It was also a creative year. A very creative year. We had to make that hundred dollars work exactly i remember that year going out and buying a bunch of picture frames mm-hmm. at the goodwill and printing off a ton of family photos that we had gotten taken but never framed yeah my parents had recently uh painted their house and they had yet to put picture frames back on the wall and i remember them saying they wanted to put up some family photos so we printed off a bunch Spray painted them so they looked like they belonged together. The frames. We made the, the frames, frames match by painting them. And then um, gave that gift to them, which it's that's a great gift. It's a great gift to give someone mm-hmm. a personalized custom um, wall portraits, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was our gift that year to my parents. Yeah, so it was just, gift. it was all about creativity. Mm-hmm. Now, the next year was just as interesting. Mm-hmm. While Wallet win was certainly older. You know, it was just over a year. Mm-hmm. We, in our first year of business, sometimes I look back and I think, how did we do this? Mm-hmm. How did we do that? We cash flowed um, adopting our third child. And we, uh, the final adoption ex- related expenses I think cleared in October of 2018. Mm-hmm. So Wallet Win is certainly more stabilized at this point. Yes. But I'll be totally frank with you guys. We bottomed out every last cent of our rainy day fund mm-hmm. to cash flow this adoption. Yep. And we were happy to do that. We were, I mean, really, our biggest priority and um, joy was growing our family. Yeah. So, and that's what the fund was there for. And you know what? It got us through that. But that meant our priority that Christmas was rebuilding that full rainy day fund mm-hmm. 
for our family. Yeah, we had just now we had one more person that that fund needs to be in place for to take care of. And that so giving the gift of stability and Mm -hmm. security (laughs) (laughs) instead of some toy that's going to get broken in a month. Yeah, that took a little bit more priority that year. It did. So we took that budget from the year prior and because Wallet Win was doing a little bit better, mm-hmm. the budget was $130. Woo! 30% increase. That's exactly. huge. That's big. Exactly. Talk <laughs> about an increase. Talk about up level. So that included So we spent like uh, 11 bucks on each other that year? Something like that. Our youngest, uh, she got hair bows. And that was it. I mean, she was a newborn. Come yeah, on, people. Come on. You don't need to get a lot for a newborn, if anything, Mm -hmm. really. Um, Okay, so 30% increase. Let's go to 2019. Okay. So this was last year. This is last year. Okay, one year ago. No surprise uh, adoptions came up. That's right. Wallet wins doing better. Mm -hmm. And we can shift around and increase the budget again. Yeah. It went to five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred buckaroos. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, twenty twenty. It's been a year, hasn't it, everyone? It's been a year. Uh, and our all-in Christmas budget again shifted, and it's going to be eight hundred dollars this year. That's right. Now these are pretty drastic increases from twenty eighteen one hundred and thirty to jump to five hundred and then a jump to eight hundred mm-hmm. it's not going to just keep endlessly increasing no. <laughs> at that rapid rate um, but we're getting more into an appropriate level of where we feel a family of five Things that we want to do with siblings mm-hmm. with parents with activities we want to do and where we want to land mm-hmm. we're feeling more comfortable with where we are now yeah and I'd say um, and so you you'd mentioned earlier. Uh, I think it was maybe the hundred dollar year. How right? We spent sixteen dollars on each other combined. Mm-hmm. Probably not too much on the kids, right? The majority of that was outside this house. Yep. Essentially, the same thing is still true. It We've is. We've increased all over the place. Yep. Um, and the majority of our Christmas spending is not just ourselves or our family. Yep. It's to give to other folks. Yep. We, I mean, for our kids, for example, this year, we spent about $50 on each of mm-hmm. them. So it's an all in of about 150 bucks for our kids. Yeah. Um, we spent over $200 buying gifts for other families, children in the local area who've fallen on hard times. Mm-hmm. So we like to keep the balance towards giving more to others than we keep for ourselves. Yeah. And that's just a personal conviction that we have as a family. And that's always going to be part of our DNA mm-hmm. is that we find more joy in giving than we do in, in receiving yeah. or yep. keeping for ourselves. And so that's just part of our family priorities and it'll always be part of our Christmas. Yep. So that's, that's the, uh, the details mm-hmm. as it were, the, the raw data in some ways. And we'll be right back to talk about the lessons that we've learned looking back on this and how you can take that and apply it to your own life too. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. It's a browser extension and website that we use to save bucks when we are shopping online. You just click the little button and the little little pop-up says, hey, you can save five, get 5% back on this. Uh, Okay, you click the button, it (laughs) kind of routes you through some redirects, so it looks like Rakuten sent you their way. 
those sites probably pay them, I don't know, 7%, and then they give you five and they keep the two. Everybody wins. You get money back for the purchases you're making already. Yep. Every quarter, I love getting my Rakuten check back from all the online shopping that I did. So next time you need to buy something online specifically, download the Rakuten browser extension, click it, say Rakuten sent me here, and reap your cash back. Mm-hmm. And if you've never used Rakuten before, if you go to walletwin.com slash Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Waltwin.com slash Rakuten, you'll get a $20 bonus mm-hmm. when you sign up and make your first purchase. Go get your 20 bones. Waltwin.com slash Rakuten. All right, we're back. We just talked about the last five years of Christmas budgets mm-hmm. in a range anywhere from $100 to 800 It's changed through the years based on our current circumstances, our current financial goals, what we're doing, why we're doing it, where we are. And as we look back, we we're analyzing that raw data a little bit now. And we've pulled out, it's three, three big lessons. Three big, big lessons. Th- three takeaways um, from this ep- for this episode for you. Right. You want to dive into the first one? Let's do it. Let's unwrap it. All right, let's do it. The first tip and lesson that we want to encourage you to walk away with is our goals, dreams, and priorities determined our Christmas budget, not the other way around. Mm. What do I mean by that, John? Well, I'm going to try to read your mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, what we mean when we say that is we allow, we, we, right. There's, there's a big picture going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And when we come to the finances, there's, there's a lot of things your finances need to touch. There's a lot of things that they need to provide for and pay for and keep running outside of just, in this instance, Christmas. So instead of, um, just to make it really simple, you kind of just go crazy on Christmas or I want to get this for that person and this present and this thing. We're going to do that. And before you know it, oh boy, I guess now we need to eat mac and cheese for dinner every night because we don't have any grocery money left. Or we have a ginormous credit card bill hanging over our heads. Yes, Mm -hmm. you would. As we are saying you should, you figure out, your priorities, like eating, just to keep it really simple again. We're not going to have mac and cheese every night. We're going to have real food. <laughs> and okay, because we're spending money on groceries, that means we have this much for Christmas. Right. And then you, there's some limits and all that. And I'd say with limits, whatever it is, whether it's uh, you look at it as the limit overall on Christmas or you put a particular number in there for a person mm-hmm. or an activity or whatever it is, it allows you... You know your bounds. You know what, yep. to, what to look for. And, you know, you're not looking at different presents and ideas or, or whatever it is all over the place. You have your, your parameters that you're able to zero in on and actually find something that's going to work for you. Yep. And I guess I want to point out something of um, the greater context of these last five years was always at the forefront of our mind. Mm-hmm. And looking at our individual unique circumstances at that snapshot in time, that's how we determine what the Christmas budget's going to be. It isn't we should do this or that. Mm -hmm. It isn't external pressure from this person, that person, or this family member. It's always us looking at a cohesive picture of where our family is, um, not just financially, but emotionally and kind of what we've 
what has been the backdrop of the last few months, etc. And how is our money going to be best utilized? Mm-hmm. And that's really what drives the, the Christmas budget or the vacation budget or, the, or any other budget. And before you, I know that some pe- people, the temptation might be, what? You spent $100 on Christmas total? Wow, you guys must have been really poor. And I want to push back on that and say, no, no, we weren't. We weren't. Sometimes it's a little bit laughable looking at these numbers knowing that we had a multiple six-figure net worth and here we are spending $100 on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But it's because we decided in tighter times or uncertain times to make our Christmas spending what it was, $100. Mm -hmm. That's what allowed us to build the habits and the mindset to build a multiple six-figure net worth. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think some people get it backwards sometimes. Mm-hmm. They think that it's just tons of money, more money, lots of money coming at me, and that's how you build wealth. When really, it can be that and making strategic decisions to plug up leaks and holes and to minimize spending that does not need to happen mm-hmm. in order to make sure your financial goals and dreams are protected. And so our dreams for retirement and building a business and adopting again, those haven't gone away over the over the years. They've been there and they're still growing and being funded. Christmas just took a little bit of a hit in the meantime because ultimately our Christmas budget wasn't as important as these other things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big takeaway. I just I went it. off on a rant. I love it. <laughs> let's let's unwrap number two. Number two is that the $800 year, the $500 year, or the $100 year, they may have had different budgets, but they were not different in their Christmas magic, (laughs) if you will. No, not at all. Uh, Right, this year, $800, is not a Christmas that is eight times better, Mm -mm. eight times more enjoyable, Nope. eight times happier or any of that than the $100 year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because right the, the most important thing, certainly for us when it comes to Christmas, is time spent with family, time making memories, having fun, enjoying each other. Sure, giving a gift can be part of that. Going to do something fun can be part of that. But it's all about like spending time together, having fun, and you can... We, in some of those years, we were really creative with how we did that, exactly. how we made those times special. We have always kind of had a motto of, um, we want you to live a rich, fun, full life, even in the midst of maybe trimming things down so you can pay off debt or so you can save for your future. Mm-hmm. And we we kind of see it as a both and. We don't, just because we had a $100 Christmas budget, it does not mean that we sat at home doing nothing. We got more creative and looked at different blogs in our area and found out what are the free activities going on around here. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're making Christmas ornaments at that library 20 minutes away on that day. Pencil it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a Christmas light show that happens to be free. Let's find the two or three houses that are doing that and let's go plan a lights night. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are doing uh, a scavenger hunt at that mall on that day. 
Let's go over there and check it out. So that year was the year of ultimate creativity where we were really intentional about creating and cultivating that fun. And in some ways it can be more, um, it almost was because it, it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. We almost did more things. Sure. Than in other years because we were so all in mm-hmm. and we had a blast that year. Now this year, for example, it's 2020. We have done the getting in the car and driving around with the hot cocoa and looking at neighborhood Christmas lights. And yes. we had a, we had a friggin' blast doing that. Good ones. Yeah. But there was also a parking lot show. Yeah. Santa's rocking Christmas lights or something yeah. like that. I don't know. It was what, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. So. You go in. It was, gosh, that was like 30 minutes. It was a blast. Going through. There's music, tons of lights, tunnels that you drive through, singing Santas. It was so cool. Right. But it doesn't mean that in other years we... Just because that was amazing and it fit in our budget this year, it doesn't mean that the lower years that we didn't have similar memories or have as much fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'd say, and this might get us into the next one, it's because of those lower years, smaller money amount years where we flexed those create creative muscles Mm -hmm. that we enjoy the larger years more. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've coined this phrase, but I've said it enough now to have it be a thing. I oftentimes say, if you can't have fun in a cardboard box, you're not going to have fun at Disney World mm-hmm. on the once-in-a-lifetime trip. Mm-hmm. They're directly correlated and dependent on one another. If you don't know how to be content in all circumstances, you're just going to live life missing out yeah. because you haven't practiced that ultimate foundational habit and virtue of being grateful for and loving all the circumstances that come your way in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And so you're right on the money there, John. Do you want to expand on um, that appreciation Are we a little bit more? Three? We're into number three. Can you, let's say it uh, <laughs> formally so people can follow along with number three. Tip number three is appreciating more fully the years where we have more resources because we had intentionally had years with less. There we go. Yeah, and enjoyed them. Yeah, the year, the hundred dollar year, the hundred thirty dollar year, those. Gave us the opportunity to get creative and to do a really good job at figuring out how to spend Christmas money, mm-hmm. how to make sure that gift, even if it didn't cost a lot, meant a lot. Yeah. That activity, even if it didn't cost a lot, was a lot of fun. Exactly. And so now we're taking that same skill. All right, well, we've got more money to work with now. We can do But more. we can still, but now we know how to make it really work hard mm-hmm. we can make we can get a gift that is really going to mean something or an activity that's really going to be fun and we just have some more options now because the budget is larger exactly. otherwise if we wouldn't have had those other years those lower those leaner years i don't know probably wouldn't be as good at this and i think we, it just wouldn't it would just yeah i think it's easy to have an overinflated bloated christmas budget that's lazy sure where it's just I'm just getting whatever people said they wanted. Boom, boom, boom. I'm just throwing things in the cart. And the total is going to be what the total is going to be. And then you wake up with this Christmas hangover Mm -hmm. on the January credit card bill. This happens 
every single year, people say they're not going to do it. They vow to themselves, I'm not going to do it like I did it last year. They do it again. They, in the final minute, if, if they're holding out, in the final minute, they crack and they just start racking things on that credit card to create Christmas magic or whatever. But it, it's all, they overpaid, they overbloated it, mm-hmm. and they didn't search for the deals because they just threw it on the card and there wasn't a budget inviting them to make it efficient and on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when there's a number there, it's certainly a, a, a boundary to stay within, but it can all, it's also an invitation to say, all right, what can you do with this? Mm-hmm. Right, that that fifty dollar bill or whatever sitting there going, what can you what, what can you squeeze out of me? Uh, instead of just you know being whatever. Exactly. So I'm not saying it, it, don't walk away from this podcast mm-hmm. saying they had a hundred dollar year. That means I have to have a hundred dollar year, or that was the hundred dollar year was better than a year with more. No, 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 just no, once. no. It was. The $100 year was appropriate for the year that it was in. Mm-hmm. It allowed us to have a special Christmas without sabotaging any other aspect of our life. And the $800 year is the same. We're just able to enter more deeply into it and appreciate it and savor it all the more because we've had the $100 year. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're actually going to be on a Disney very merry time Christmas cruise and I cannot wait Mm -hmm. and you know that costs more than $800 yes it does (laughs) and ultimately one of our dreams and we know will become a reality God willing is a cabin in the mountains where Mm -hmm. we spend our Christmas and that's gonna be a whole heck of a lot more than the Disney cruise Mm -hmm. but because We've had the years where we were really intentional with that budget, that $100 year. We can look back from our mountain cabin that certainly came with a higher Christmas budget, but we have no different appreciation and ability to enter in and enjoy it to the full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bada bing. So whatever your Christmas budget is, we wish you... A very Merry Christmas from all of us here at Wallet Win. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallet Win program at WalletWin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.